to The Daily Buzz. I'm Kim Bohorquez, a Statewatch reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune. During the first days of Utah's legislative session, Senate Republican lawmakers introduced a joint resolution by Riverton Republican Senator Daniel McKay that would abolish public health orders mandating masks throughout the state. McKay's proposal passed through the Senate on Tuesday along a party-line vote. The House hasn't voted on the resolution yet, but if they pass the resolution with the two-thirds majority, it would immediately end mask mandates in Salt Lake County and in Summit County. Because it's a resolution, Governor Cox couldn't veto it. That vote could have happened Wednesday, but the Tribune's Brian Schott says Republicans in the House are concerned about the consequences of ending the mandate for the representatives in Salt Lake County, which largely supports masks. The House could pick up the resolution on Thursday. On Tuesday, the 2022 session started with the Senate President Stuart Adams saying he tested negative for COVID. But as the Tribune reported, he'd actually tested positive that morning. I'm Grant Burningham, State Watch Editor with the Salt Lake Tribune. So yesterday, Senate President Stuart Adams opened the 2022 session unmasked. It was somewhat remarkable because Adams started having COVID symptoms last Wednesday and tested positive on Thursday. But he opened with these words. I feel uh, fairly blessed to be BB here, having just recovered from COVID. I've tested positive once yesterday, once today. I, but I'm grateful that uh, I could be here for this opening session with you. So that didn't sound quite right, and he corrected it. But I want to correct something I just said, not that I've started off so well, but I've tested negative twice. Wanted to make sure you knew that. I, I was hoping, uh, you know, I was looking at it, your eyes, and I, I thought maybe I'd get a little response and wanted to know you were listening. Glad a couple of people were. Case closed. People misspeak, right? Well, it turns out Adam's testing tale wasn't that simple. I'm joined by Robert Gerke to talk about what he found out reporting on Adam's test yesterday. Thanks for talking to us today, Robert. Yeah, sure. Glad to be here, Grant. So walk me through this story. What was your first inkling that something wasn't quite right? Well, I think the delivery kind of raised uh, some initial questions, uh, and you heard it there in the in the soundbite. But we also started hearing uh, just sort of murmurs around the hill that he had, uh, in fact, tested positive that morning. So we asked for some clarification from Senate staff. Uh, I, I filed a grandma request, um, an open records request was to try to get any correspondence that he had with Senate staff that morning about the test results. We haven't seen that response yet because uh, shortly after we put in those requests, they uh, came out with a new statement saying that he had had mixed results. We wanted a little bit more clarification on that. So we went back to them and asked exactly what the results were. And it turns out he had tested negative, they said, on Monday, Monday night. Uh, and then Tuesday morning before the session, took a test. To, he tested positive in that initial test. Uh, they thought maybe that was a false positive, so he tested again. And the chief of staff for the Senate said that uh, he thought that it was negative, but when they looked at it more closely, there was a faint line that would indicate a positive. And if you read the read the instructions on these tests, they say any any line at all should be considered a positive test. So he tested positive twice. Uh, before he went onto the Senate floor without a mask, you know, welcomed uh, Elder Garrett Gong, LDS General Authority, who gave the invocation that day without a mask. Or, or Garrett Gong was wearing a mask. Uh, Senator Adams was not wearing a mask and proceeded with business and to tell the public and members of the body that he had tested negative twice that day. So we know he got symptoms last Wednesday. He tested positive Thursday. And the CDC rules are generally five days of quarantining after your first symptom. Correct. What day yeah. What day would Adams have been at 
So Tuesday would have been the first day he would have been eligible for a uh, to come out of quarantine. Uh, they said five days plus 24 hours since, you know, your last fever. So he could have been eligible to come out on Tuesday. He still, uh, under CDC guidelines, should have been wearing a mask for an additional five days. And then, you know, when they came in in the afternoon session, even after they had clarified that he had tested positive twice that day, he still chose not to wear a mask uh, on the Senate floor. And and during the media briefing after the morning floor session, he told reporters that while, you know, a number of staff and interns had tested positive that morning, none of the senators had. And, and, and by that point, obviously, he knew that he had tested positive twice that day. Certainly a really strange story. I've, have you heard any concerns from anybody on the Hill? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, a general concern about what the protocols are for senators should they test positive, how long they need to quarantine, what the masking protocols should be. Uh, one of the notable things this session is that very few members are are wearing masks, and there's a clear partisan divide where the Democrats are, and many of the Republicans, if not most of the Republicans are not. So, you know, we, we see this sort of politicization of the masks playing out in the legislative chambers. Um, but I think there are real questions about what happens if senators, if representatives do start testing positive, uh, are they going to be required to join remotely or are they going to be allowed to sort of continue on as long as they feel like they can carry out their duties? Thanks so much for talking to us, Robert. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. On Wednesday, the Utah House passed legislation to pause Utah's test-to-stay program in schools, which mandates COVID-19 testing for students in schools facing coronavirus outbreaks. A Senate version of the bill snagged during floor debate. Governor Cox suspended the program last week as the state faces a critical COVID-19 testing shortage during the Omicron surge. Lastly, a recent investigation found Moab police officers made multiple mistakes during a traffic stop with Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie this past August outside the Arches National Park. The investigation concluded that officers misunderstood state law requirements for domestic assault and that Petito should have been arrested. An investigator, however, said it was impossible to determine if officers could have prevented the tragedy that followed. I'd like to thank the Tribune's Shoal Cardenas for editing the Daily Buzz and give a big shout out to the Pelicans a local Salt Lake City band for producing our music. Thanks for listening.